Hello everybody, welcome back to the beginning of our final week of Perke Avot. So we are in chapter 6, as this is the 6th week, uh, right before the arrival of Shavuot. Perik 6 of uh, Perke Avot has a little bit of controversy surrounding it. Um, it's said to be really not part of the original Sefer or Nasechet of Perke Avot. It was added later on. It starts out with a line that sort of leads credence to this idea. It starts out with, uh, Perik Shishi starts out with a line that says, Shanu Chachamim Bilshon HaMishnah Baruch Shebahar Bahem Mishnatam. The rabbis taught in the language of the Mishnah, blessed is he that chose their Mishnayot, their, their teachings. And the, so the Chida brings down and um, that uh, there's a few others that bring down that this is really not part of the original uh, book that Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, when he closed Masech and Avot, it had only five chapters. And uh, later on, because it became a minhag, that uh, we read it during the period between Pesach and Shavuot as part of our preparation to prepare our Midot for Matan Torah. So we were short one chapter because the first week is is the holiday of Pesach and then it's six weeks until Shavuot. Six more weeks and the seventh week is already Shavuot. So they needed to fill it in. What they did was they went around and collected all kinds of statements from throughout um, the Gemara and statements of Chazal and sort of um, put them together into a sixth chapter uh, of Perkei uh, Avot. It is statements from the Tanaim and, Amor, uh, and Amoraim, but it was not originally created or written by the Buddha Hanasi. That's what this original opening line of Shanuch Hamim Belshon HaMishnah means. The Mishnah I chose for us today is actually the second Mishnah in chapter six. It's Mishnah Bet and Perik Vav. I'm going to read it for us. Amar uh, Yoshua Ben Levi. שאין לך בן חורין, אלא מי שעוסק בתלמוד תורה. וכל מי שעוסק בתלמוד תורה, הרי זה מתעלה, שנאמר, וממתנה נחלה ליאל, ומנחלה ליאל במות. אוקיי. משנה reads as follows. Yabiyosh Ben Levi says that every day, a heavenly voice comes out from Har Horev, which is Har Sinai, and announces, אוי להם לבריות, Woe to the creation because of the embarrassment of the Torah. Because it says, Anybody who is not involved in the Torah is called excommunicated. Or a better word maybe would be rebuked or censored. You get the idea. They're not happy with that person. Quotes a pasuk. Shunaimar, Pasuk says, Nezim Zahav Be'af Hazir, a golden ring in the nose of a pig. Isha Yafa Vesaratam, a beautiful woman, but uh, she's a uh, Majnune. 
Okay, so uh, obviously over here the the golden ring is the is the Torah, and and the pig who puts it you know a, a gold ring in its nose. We know where the nose of the pig goes. Everything going in the garbage. So somebody who has the ability that has the Torah and is you know is, is hanging out in the garbage. Shaman, we understand what's saying. Ve'omer. Further, the Mishnah says, "Haluchot ma'ase Elohim hema." They were created. The luchot were created by Hashem. Ve'amichtav, the writing on the luchot, michtav Elohim who? The writing of Hashem, harut al haluchot, engraved on the luchot, the tablets. Al tikre harut, don't read it as engraved. Ela harut, freedom. Freedom is on the tablets. Why? There is nobody who is freer than somebody who is involved in learning Torah. Anyone who is involved in learning Torah, Hashem will raise him up. Right? So the this is a, it's a play on words, it's names of places in the Pasuk, but they're using it as a derasha to say, Mimatana is like Matan Torah. And when you have Matan Torah, so Nahali El, you are the Nahala, the portion of El, of Hashem. And if you are Nahali El, so then Bamot, you are going to be raised up. That's the Mishnah on face value. So the Mishnah says, Woe, woe to the people who are uh, causing embarrassment to the Torah. Or the Torah is being left alone, so the Torah is being embarrassed because people are not grabbing onto it. And the Hafez Hayim uh, used to tell a mashal of uh, a king, powerful, powerful king, and uh, very benevolent, well-loved, wealthy beyond belief. And one day he's walking through his uh, town, and he sees in the corner a Hazit guy, you know, one of these homeless guys, dumpster diving, you know, looking smelly and Hazit and all dirty, and we get the picture. And he looks at the guy and he recognizes him. He knows him. He knows that he knew his parents. He knew, he realized who he was. It was one of his the king's old friends, and this is the kid, the son. And he looks at him. He says, "What happened to this kid? I can't believe it." He tells his guys, his uh, you know his uh, guards, "Do me a favor. I want you to take this guy, take him to the palace, clean him up, fix him up, educate him, feed him, clothe him. I'm going to come check on you in a few months." Take sure enough. They take the guy and they start to do what they have to do. Royal bath, you know, and cleaning and the oil and anointing. And they, they bring in the royal tailor. They make beautiful garments and they bring in the, uh, you know, the hairstylist and the, the manicurist. The guy looks like a gajillion dollars. King comes to see him. Oof. Wow. Wow. How are you? I knew your father. He was such a good man. I'm glad I could help you. You know, come talk to me. He starts talking to the guy, and the king sees this guy. is very smart. He's a beautiful guy. Hey, he gives him a job. The guy excels. He upgrades him. He upgrades him. So soon he becomes the second in command, and he gives the king, gives him his daughter to marry. Now the guy is, forget it now, he's, uh, he's married to the princess. Okay. And one day, now, you know, the king is starting to get older. And uh, he's, uh, instead of going around every day, he can't go. Once a week, he would send this guy to go check on the, you know, the subjects in the town, see what's going on, get a feel for the people. And he, uh, so he goes out one time. 
and uh, he's walking through, and you know, the, the guards are there, moving people out of the way, they all want to see this guy, the prince, and uh, he comes across a corner, and he sees, he looks in the corner, he sees a, wow, he sees a few guys that he used to know, when he was living in the garbage, and they're playing dice, and uh, you know, and it's his old buddies, he feels bad, he says, you know, let me go talk to my friends a little bit, he tells the, uh, his guard, do me a favor, hold my coat, he takes his coat off, Hold my hat. Here's my hat. I'll be back in a few minutes. He goes over there, starts playing with the guys on the floor, you know, getting dirty, getting smelly. Okay. After half an hour, the guys come. Come on, we have to go. He says, no, no, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay. I'll, I'll meet you at the palace. And little by little, the guy gets all dirtied again. And little by little, and never shows back up to the palace. And after a few weeks, of dirty and ripped and closed and back, back to where he started one. King asking for the guy. The first, they didn't want to tell him where he was. Finally, he says, I want to know. Take me to him now. Okay, so they take the king to the guy. He sees him on the floor. He sees him all dirty. He sees him all... That's the mashal. And the mashal is really easy to understand. Hashem plucked us from the garbage of the world. He gave us the Torah. He turned us into his second in command, in charge of this world. Our job in this world is to let the world know about the king. And what do we do? Are we doing our job or are we playing in the garbage? Tremendous Musar. That's Oi, Oi, La Beriot Me El Shel Torah. The Torah is what's raising us up in this world. The Torah is what, and what do we do? do are we doing what we're supposed to be doing with it? And even if you want to tell me, well, there's a lot of people, Amaaretz, they never learned, they never had a chance, they never know, you know, what are you going to do? It's not an excuse, not an excuse, it's not an excuse, I'm sorry. The story, the Gemara tells a story about the Eliyahu Navi, one time he meets up with an Amaaretz guy, and uh, so he tells the guy, uh, you know, you're an Amaretz. What are you going to do on your Madin? I mean, you know, don't you know? Yeah, people die. You're going to have to go to judgment. I mean, very nice. You're unlearned, but you, you believe. Don't you believe? He says, of course I believe. So he says, what are you going to say when you get there? He says, don't worry about it, Eliyahu and Avi. Don't worry. I got an answer for Hashem, the guy tells him. He says, you have an answer for Hashem? What, what are you going to tell him? He says, no, no, I got an answer. Don't worry. When he asks me why I was an Amaretz, why I didn't keep the Torah, why, 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 I have an answer. He says, really? What are you going to say? He says, it's easy. I'm going to tell Hashem, Hashem, you're the one that's honen da'at. You didn't give me the da'at to learn Torah. It's not my fault. It's your fault, Hashem. If you wanted me to learn Torah, you should have given me enough knowledge and enough ability to be able to learn Torah. It's your fault that I'm a'aras. Eliyahu Navi says, what? That, that's what you're going to tell Hashem? So the guy says, yeah. So Eliyahu Nabi tells him, let me ask you a question. What do you do for a living? He says, I'm a fisherman. He says, wow, really, you're a fisherman? And how do you fish? He says, with nets. He says, really? And where do you get a net from? He says, I make it. He said, you make a net? How do you make a net? He says, well, I get the flax, and I grow it, and I crumbs, and I turn it into a tw I twist it, and I make a rope out of it, and I knot it, and I make a put the thing, and I make a net. And then I throw it in the water, and I catch the fish, and... I sell the fish, I eat the fish, so I make a living. So he says, wow, and who taught you how to make a net? He says, uh, nobody taught me, I figured it out on my own. He says, really? 
And where did you get that knowledge from? So he says, Hashem. So he says, oh, Hashem gave you knowledge and you were able to figure out how to make a net and go fishing and you think that, that with that knowledge you can't find someone who can teach you how to learn Torah? Felich, the guy turned white, started crying. Oh my gosh, what did I do with my life? What am I doing? Of course if I know how to make a net, and of course if I know how to fish, of course if I know how to open a business, and of course if I know how to sell goods, and I know how to import goods, and I know how to business, and I know how to, and whatever job you're in, I'm of course I, I went to school because I'm a lawyer, and I'm a doctor, and I'm a, and where did you get all that knowledge from, Habibi? You don't think you have the same knowledge? You don't think you can find someone to help you learn Torah? What are we going to answer on the day that we stand in front of Hashem and he says, why didn't you learn, Habibi? Why didn't you learn? So the Mishnah said, right? Don't understand, right, that, that, uh, that the writing is engraved. Rather, the writing is freedom. So they say, why do why should I make such a dirasha? Really, technically, right, you should have said harut baluchot, right? Engraved on the. They say al, it means meaning it's really for English, it's the same word. We would say, or we say maybe engraved in would be better. Engraved in the tablets, right? That's a harut baluchot, but that's not what it says. It says harut al, meaning al more like because. Freedom is because of the luchot. Right, and that's what. Why is that? Why is it that freedom is because of the luchot? Meaning, the Torah is freedom. If you ask a guy who didn't learn, and the guy you tell, tell the guy, listen, I want you to come learn, become, uh, you know, learn. Let's learn, learn Torah. He says, No, 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 don't, don't, do me a favor. Everything is a no. I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't do this. I want to go here. I can't go. I want to go on Shabbat. I can't go. I want to eat here. I can't go. I want to look at this. I can't do that. Everything is no, 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 no. How is that freedom? That's not freedom. That's slavery. To that, the answer is not as difficult as people would say. Everybody has Yetzirah. Gemara says, Barati Yetzirah, Barati Lo Torah Tevalin. The antidote to the Yetzirah is the Torah. If you're a slave to your Yetzirah, you're not free. You're a slave. You're doing what your Yetzirah wants, not what you want. Because at the end of the day, you want what's good for you. And it ain't good for you what the Yetzirah wants you to do. That's for sure. No question about that. So what you really want to do, he's not letting you do. So what? You're listening to him? So you're a slave. You're his slave. You're the slave of the Yetzirah. You want to know how you get out of the Yetzirah? Torah. The Torah is the antidote to be able to defeat the Yetzirah. Because only through learning Torah, your eyes get opened up. Your brain, your brain gets opened up. You start to see the Yetzirah for what he is. He's just one of Hashem's messengers trying to trip you up, and he's doing Hashem's bidding. So I'm gonna. I should listen to him when he tells me not to listen to Hashem. Come on, I stop it already. Why would I listen to that? And the way to get to that that um, you know enlightenment is only through the Torah. The Torah can actually destroy the Yetzirah. You can keep on going, be able to control the Yetzirah. You'll be able to push away the Yetzirah. You'll be able to deflect the Yetzirah. At the end of the day. True freedom is the person who can overcome his Yetzirah. Because you're going to have the ta'ava, that desire is not going away. You're just able to harness the power to stop it from happening. That's when you're free. So yes, harut, al-tikre harut, el-harut. 
All the freedom in the world is through the Torah. You want to be able to survive and get to Olam Abba and to be able to stand there in front of Hashem on, the, on that wonderful day. The way to do that is through learning Torah. Don't be one of those guys where they're going to call out and every day the, the sound is going out from Har Horev, Oy Lahem El Torah. Baruch Hashem, Bezat Hashem, we're coming up on the Chag Shavuot and we're going to re-accept the Torah. We're going to do it with love and excitement and passion and understanding that the only way to get to where we want to go is through the Torah. Have a wonderful day.